What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 255. Once again, I am joined by the greatest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to talk New York City transit, there is absolutely no expert that I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I am good, and it's great to be here with the family, and we're doing... Two double nickels, 255, boy. We definitely superstars now. And when I want to talk local TV news, TV news in general, who do I go to other than my favorite director, who is also my favorite brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate or I want to have a word with the man upstairs. <laughs> There's nobody I trust more than the man some call Eddie Kane Jr. His flock calls him Bishop Darrell <laughs> I just call him DP. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be a disciple with the cats. How you guys doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, we were, we were having some, some uh, off-the-air issues. Uh, but apparently, uh, someone took exception to to my exceptions. Talking about you, Bishop. Well, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's issues. It's it's just you know your supervisor need to let you do your job. You can't always be be riding me every week about this, about that. You know, man, I uh, I get tired of that, man. I don't need that type of pressure on me. That's all I'm saying. That's the issue. Don't put this type of pressure on me. Right. No, no. What, what, what? Like I got a check coming in. Shit. Chill. You, you didn't get it? For the umpteenth time. Hell to the no. <laughs> you gotta call you gotta call human resources. I ain't got to call nobody. I'm talking to you, call boss payroll. man. Call payroll. Always on my ass about something. Can I get a 15 minute break? Can I get call some payroll. coffee, boss? Is that okay? Hey. Call payroll and call human resources if you have an issues. Don't make, don't make no sense, man. You know, Keith, as soon as you sit down and wipe your forehead, you finish that over there, but damn, can I wipe my head? Come on, man. Ew. Too much, too much, too much, too much. Uh, I need to get a union. Maybe we need to unionize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good now. You going to unionize? I'm good. All right. Thinking about unionizing. Yes. Yeah. Enough of this. This is enough of this. Okay. You know what? Too much you know, pressure. Too much pressure. I, I talked to Jeff Bezos about how he broke up the unions. Make sure. <laughs> That's okay. You, sure you speak to him, you know. Uh, we, we, we're going we're to unionize. We're going to talk to some people. Get this thing under control. Don't talk to me no more. Talk to my, talk to my, my business agent, my union rep. He'll get back to you. <laughs> well, I, I know somebody that should be talking to their union rep. Dwight Howard. Ooh. Yeah, Dwight's in trouble. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, Dwight mm-hmm. Howard is a, I guess he probably should be, will be a Hall of Fame NBA center. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's, he, you know, known as Superman, uh, you know, the other Superman, I mean, you know, Shaq was also Superman, but Dwight, Dwight goes by Superman, won the dunk contest with the Superman dunk. And apparently, um, dunking basketballs. <laughs> you think, huh? <laughs> is that the only thing Dwight is known for? Uh, you know, God. he likes to put his hands uh. where they don't belong. Uh, yeah. Dwight apparently, uh, who and, and and this is this is true. Dwight has uh, a multiple baby mamas. Facts. Um, uh, we call it the Sean Kemp. We call it the Sean Kemp. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's putting up Sean Kemp numbers, type numbers. Um, but he also is what you call a trisexual. He will try anything sexual. Is what I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Dwight is uh, is being. Um, He's, I guess he's in, in civil court for mm-hmm. uh, an alleged, I have to say alleged because, you know, it still hasn't gone to court yet, but an alleged sexual assault of his male partner. Mm-hmm. Now, and, if I'm uh, correct, Dwight Howe is what, almost six, nine, seven feet? He's seven feet. Uh, he's seven feet. Seven feet tall. How tall is this uh, gentleman that uh, is uh, taking him to court? I don't know. Little guy. Little guy. Well, he was on a, he's probably on a stool, because that's the only way I can imagine it. And remember, have y'all looked at Dwight Howard's shoulders and arms? God, oh, he's massive. He's diesel, man. 
He's a big man. He's a big man. He was just, he was recently on some Fox show where they, you know, were doing like special forces or whatever. Right, and, yes. Some so, reality TV show. Hey, Dirk, so he told him, don't squirm. Don't squirm. Don't squirm. Don't move. Just take this. <laughs> no, okay. he, 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 went, he went on the Fleece Johnson tip. Yeah. Oh. I like booty. Won't <laughs> <laughs> you? I'm going to have you. You know, the easy way or the hard way. That's the way, I mean, I'm, I'm making a joke about it, but I mean, essentially, you're talking about yeah. sexual assault is really what it comes down to. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, yes. So, he's, um, from what the, what I read, man, one of, the, one of the clips said that not only, you know, is the guy claiming that he sexual assault, assaulted him, is that the guy, he, the white wouldn't let him leave. Like, he went upstairs and took a nap and then came back downstairs and tightened him up again. Hmm. Had him tied up in, the, had him tied up in the basement or something. I don't know. Yes, what was that movie? Remember Pulp Fiction where they had Ben Rains tied up down there? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sending send in, what was it? Sending send in the gimp? Yeah, send yeah. In, yeah. Had him tied up, man, because I'm like, yo. But what's crazy, though, Dwight is not coming out saying that, um, you know, there wasn't a sexual relationship. He's just saying that he didn't sexually assault the guy. He's like, this was consensual. What right. I do, you know, in my the privacy of my my home or basement, wherever he had the little guy at, that's what I do. But it was all consensual. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, no, I, and so that's that's what the that's what the 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 civil case is about. It's a, it's a he said he said, yeah. and, and um, you know it, it it doesn't look good. And now all of a sudden, you know, I mean, because they've been. You, you know, like I know, if you're around any industry, you've been around basketball your whole life, DP, and 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 anytime you're around any industry, whatever that industry is, if it's not you, you if it's not you, you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody directly that that has like like firsthand information about the situation. And this has been kind of buzzing around players for a minute. And apparently, Kobe was. I'm not saying Kobe didn't want him because of that, but. You know, now all of a sudden you're starting to see uh, video clips of Dwight, you know, walking out, you know, in the street clothes. I, I, there was a there's a there's a video clip, a prominent yep. clip on, on the yep. internet now. In street clothes, he walks by some dude and grabs his junk while he's you know sitting in the you know in the thing. I mean, right. mm-hmm. uh, like he goes to sit down and grab the guy's nuts and then touch his leg. I'm like, right. <laughs> and what happened? What is crazy? I saw the same thing you saw. If you're looking at it in real time and it's just on ESPN or watching the game, you don't catch it. Right. But when they slow that joint down and the guy's just sitting there, I'm like, yo, Dwight, what are you doing? Come on, man. And the guy, to, in my opinion, he wasn't like you know one of the stars. He looked kind of shocked, like he's trying to make the team. He right. don't want to say that Dwight pushing up on him in a sexual manner. So he's trying to t- keep quiet. But Dwight is six, about seven feet, 265, 270, all muscle. He just ain't going to stop because you tell him to stop. He, he, he's he's going to grab you, man. He's gonna, you can't get away from him. You can't get away from him. You can't get away from him. Easy way or the hard way. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two, as you said. Booty. I'll ask, I'll ask you guys, are you more shocked that he's being accused of it or that he's um, confessing? I'm confessing. I'm, I'm well confessing. Or admitting to a, admitting to a co- yeah, admitting to a sexuality. Or, or, or perceived I'm more shocked sexuality. at that. In that because, basketball world, I'm more shocked at that. Yes, because because we know logically, there's there's been many a player in all the sports who's been gay, and then, and yeah. moreover, there's been probably many a superstar or a star at the very least who's been gay. Just don't know. I mean, we saw. I mean, of all the ones who've come out, they've all been. At least in American sports, there's probably some European soccer player that's probably a bigger star that I don't know. But they've all been like bit players. There's been like there's there has been no. Yeah, he's he would be if he says you know what yeah I'm I'm gay or I'm bisexual I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. He would be the, the biggest star by far to ever say say that publicly. Right. Um, there's been I mean I can't even think of the the I guess the next biggest name and if I'm um. He's still playing. He used to be a Raider. Carl Nass, Nass, boy, Carl Nassif. I'm saying his name wrong. I think he's a defensive end. Defen- I think so he is uh, a relatively a decent player, like you know, quote unquote star in the league who's come out that way. But just not happening. But you know what it is. It's, just, it's an impossibility. You can't have 
that many people play sports and assume we're all just, you know, not going to be some gay men or a bisexual men or lesbian. Well, we know WNBA or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's an impossibility. Yeah, but see, if you know, it, 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 the double standard for the WNBA is accepted. You know, there's, there's accepted. There's a, there's a, and the LPL, uh, what is the women's pro golf? It's the LPGA. Uh, it, it, tennis, women's tennis. There are, there are certainly areas where there are, are lots of, of, of uh, lesbian women that play professional sports. But in this particular case, to your point, Mark, it was Carl Nassar. Uh, yeah, Carl Nassar, he retired. So. And, and, and uh, to your point, there are lots of, uh, just statistically, there's no way that you cannot have impossible. gay men in the locker room. But this is probably the biggest star, as I said, future Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer. Uh, but but the predatory aspect of it is what's, That's the crime. Is what's disturbing. You know, I mean, because again, to your point, Derek, this kid is at the end of the bench. You see him. He walks past all the stars. And at the end of the bench, you know, he just, you know, he's trying to, I guess he's looking to sit down or whatever. And he just, I mean, he, he just reached his Grabs big his ass hands yes. all the way down and, and, and grabbed him. Like, you know, you goose, and, you know, kids play around, you goose somebody or whatever. You hit somebody. That's, that's all right. You know what? Silly, but it happens. This to me was like, yo, and as you said, this dude is looking at him. So he's got two choices. He want to make the team or he want to get up and take a shot at Dwight. Now, I'm sure some other dudes have have taken a shot at Dwight. I'm sure uh, that that conversation is happening because, again, I do not believe in any industry. I don't care what it is. I mean, if if you ask me uh, about comedy, there's guys in, in the business that I know that not necessarily about uh, uh, that that are, are in the sexual assault business, but certainly if, if some rumor happens in the world of entertainment or comedy, I, I probably have heard it or I know somebody who's heard it and I can get it firsthand. Um, so I'm sure among basketball people, people in that yeah, world, this is not the first time this has come up. This is not the first time that this has uh, been a story. Uh, and I guess, uh, you know, we're going to find out. Is that he's not... He, He's not the only one. And I, I believe that with him being on the hot seat, he's going to do a Kobe where Kobe ratted out Shaq. Oh, he's going to tell. He's going to tell. He gonna yeah, tell. But I, hope, <laughs> I hope it is true from the standpoint that that he's bisexual or gay. Just from the standpoint that the more... I'm to the th- point of the more these things happen, the less, quote-unquote, shocking it is. So, like, remember when we first... The first, uh, yeah, the first two female... A referees. It was like a big deal. Now yeah. you, don't even know. you don't even blink. Yeah. It's like uh it's like the, the first I remember when for me it was such a huge, huge, huge deal for uh Air, Air McNair to go that high in the draft. It was like, oh fuck. Now, whatever. It's, another, it's just another quarterback. We, we we don't even blink anymore at somebody going number one or being a so I want it to be so that you don't flinch. So you can act as a normal person versus everything being so taboo. That's the problem with a lot of, in particular, American society, whether it's drinking or drugs or or race. You're so afraid to say, you know what? Hey, that person is tall. You, I, I'm not tall. Man, you're seven feet. You know, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's freaking out about something that's so obvious so that if you just make it normalized, then what you can really have happen is instead of addressing Dwight and this kind of like hush-hush deal about him being gay, you can say, you know what? That guy assaulted me. And it's just become the assault, so not the fact that yeah. it was, you know, that's what you want to get to the point. That's that that's what you are trying to get to. Just, you know, like it's sort of like um when there's a uh a, a, a white collar crime, it's just that that individual guy did it versus the entire race being indicted for something. It's like, listen, no, he's you know, Dwight Howard is is a sexual Assaulter. Cosby. We say Cosby is no, he's not black Cosby, he's just oh yeah, he's a rapist. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't apply anything else to that. But it's in the word they're using now called pansexual. Yeah. I, I don't know what the terms are. I don't know. Yeah, pansexual means yeah, you you don't have any boundaries in terms of, oh, okay. of your sexuality or that right. you don't define yourself as you know, sexually as you know, one way or the other. It's just uh, you know, if there's an opening, they're going through it. Right. Okay. You know what's what, what's what's crazy, and I'm just thinking about something that uh, my, my my I guess my first real real girlfriend had asked me. It's like it's it's the early '80s, in the early '80s after a game, 
when you shower, there's not like a store. There's just like showers and you're yeah. out in the well, open. Prison right? yeah. yeah. Right. So <laughs> I played a game in, I think it was Manhattan Community College. It was the summer league. And we it's, remember, it's summertime, ain't no AC, early 80s, right? And she's never asked this before. So we were going somewhere after I played. So I played, I go and shower. When I come out, you know, we on the subway. And she says, um, what are the showers like? And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? I said, shower, you know, because, you know, you shower, you stand up. She said, do you have like a curtain? Do you have um, a store? And I'm like, nah, it's just you go and you shower. And she's like, and everybody just there? I said, everybody who is there who is showering. And then I just remember her saying, and it always had me thinking later on, you know, not while I was playing, but after the fact. She said, what if somebody's looking at you? And I'm like, ain't nobody looking at me. And then you fast forward to today with what Mark is saying about how, you know, of course, folks can't come out and how it should be more about the assault instead of the the, the point that maybe he's gay, maybe he's bi, uh, what is it, pansexual, whatever it is. But back then, as a basketball player, as a football player, you, that never entered your mind that you were not amongst I'm hoping this don't get me in trouble. Men, straight up, you know. No, no, you who, said it right. Yeah, right, right. Because even right. when I um, was working and we would play ball at the YMCA, to go back to work, you had to shower. You got to shower and freshen up. And, and like you said, it was wide open. It was a bunch wide of guys open. in there. But nobody was talking. I mean, like, looking at each other. We were talking you junk know, or whatever. You know nobody was looking at you. It's only an issue. That was her, that was her answer. I could say your name, right? Uh, Sandra. That's what she was asking me. How do you know? I'm like. Yeah, it's only it's, an issue if somebody walk out of the bathroom, out of the shower with an erection. Then you go, oh, okay. <laughs> you go, well, that yeah, towel was poking out the wrong way. <laughs> oh, boy, he's, got own, he's got his own it's little weird. personal towel rack he's walking with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, yeah, yeah nobody cares. towel hanging on his dick when he leaves, then you know <laughs> what's up. Nobody cared. I mean, because I, I, right. all the times with, uh, when I was going to dad, uh, when he was coaching Oyster Bay High School, the guys in the shower, it's prison style shower. You just in a, yep. it's a, it's a big hall with showers right. on the, around the wall and exactly. guys, you know, walking around, you know, showering, you know, and I, because I was the ball boy, you know, you're getting popped with the towel and all that stuff. It's just, nobody thought anything. And you know, for a fact, oh. it's an impossibility. So, right. Well, I remember when I, when I went to high school, we had not only this, you know, it was, they had a nice, nice, uh, yeah, you went to a nice city. high school. Mm-hmm. And they had like, it was a, a, a pole, with like almost like the like the temptations oh. microphone, <laughs> you know, where there's like, like you had uh, that. No, we like like one, two, three, four, you know, uh, shower heads pointing in you know four different right. directions. So you look at people right now, they're right there. You shower, oh, you talking about the game, talking about whatever. <laughs> you sure know what blink got you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody walk out with an erection. I don't care what, what, what you what you worried about. Oh my god! Oh. But that's I mean you know so so yeah I mean clearly. Um, you know, to Mark's point, to all your all your points, there is no. I mean, statistically, of course, there are gay men playing in every major professional sport. If you have, you know, a sport of at least ten people, and whatever the percentages is, what one out of ten or two out of ten are, are going to be gay or or mm-hmm. or uh, you know, uh, non-defined uh, sexually, then they're going to be with. They're going to be in. They're going to be on your team. It's it's it odds yeah. odds favorite that you are going to be in that situation at some point. And you know, being fair to to gay men, they're not attracted to just because you're a man. No. I mean, you know, that's not. It's not like that. You know, if 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 a man was taking a shower with a bunch of naked women, that might there's going to be a different reaction. But I think gay men are, are, are wired slightly different uh, in that regard, where they, you know, yeah, their sexuality is something that they that they live with and they adjust to and and they they mm. adapt to. Over time, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah but Dwight is is a little bit different. We're not talking about whether he's pansexual or whether he's gay. What we're talking about is the fact that this man is a predator or is accused of being a predator, right. and we've seen video of him engaging in predatory behavior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got his own problems, and uh, Joe Smith has got his own problems too. Oh, no problems. God. People who Man. don't know who Joe Smith is, it's, it sounds like an alias. Uh, but it's not. 
It's a real player. It's a former NBA player. Went to Maryland, right? And then uh, played yeah. for a, a number of teams in the NBA. He was a solid player, really good player in college and a solid yeah. uh, player in the league. He was able to, to you know, he got a 16-year Korean career, 16-year career in the uh, National Basketball Association. And his wife, um, you know, she got a little job too. <laughs> She's what she you got to make things happen, Anthony. That's all she's, she said. She's an internet star, apparently, or aspiring internet star. Uh, not an influencer, necessarily, although she could influence you to do some things. Uh, <laughs> apparently, she has her OnlyFans page, and he was not aware that mm-hmm. uh, his wife, his spouse, his, the love of his life, his heart, is uh, you know demonstrating or, or doing whatever she got to do to get them clicks. Well, she says she's you know doing it by herself. You know she has no one with her, and they've been married for five years, and everybody else knew except for Joe. That's that's kind of strange, there. You know, as you said, his name is Elias, so maybe you know he popped up there and didn't know it was his wife. But she she said at the end of the interview, you know, folks, you when you Google and get a chance that you you know who I am. It's like you 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 met me, you know, doing what it is I do. So don't be so shocked about, you know, you know, you finding out. And it it, it goes back and I know, you know, you're probably gonna get some some pushback at the crib, man. But man, I I, I just gotta say it, man. You you can't make a whole housewife, man. You just you just can't do it, man. You know, you leave them in the club, in the strip joint where they belong, but you cannot. You cannot say I'm going to wife her up. Then you get jammed up because probably one of his boys probably saw her only fans because he ain't looking at that and brought it to his attention. He's like, yo, you know, your your woman out there. And then her back and forth was so nonchalant. It drove me crazy. And that ain't my wife, man. I'm like, so you just going to brush me off like this ain't important? Like, well, you know, I, I had to do what we got to do, man. You know, there's things I need. And he's like, but you're showing off your body. And that's what I do. You know that. I'm like, oh, hell no. He right now is supposed to be getting divorced. There's no counseling, no therapy. Because that's who she is. And she's going to keep doing it until her body doesn't cooperate as she gets older. As long as she can do that and make money, she's going to make money. That's just what it is, man. He's got to cut his ties. Now, how are you going to bring her to Uncle Rufus barbecue? You can't do that. That's that, 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 that girl I seen the other night. Man, you can't do that. It's over. It's over. No. Cut, your, no. cut your losses. It's over. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it is. It, you know, I mean, I didn't. I didn't see the interview, and I guess I'll have to watch it. But yeah, you know, oh, it was horrible. It is. It is stunning to your point that he was not aware at all. And again, Joe Joe Smith was like, you know, he was. He was. We're not talking about some. Some scrub, NBA scrub. He was, he was the number one draft pick, according to our crack research team. Mark Powell came up with the number one draft pick. Um, and uh, apparently he's fallen on some uh, difficult times uh, because of uh, his, uh, you know, spending. Um, I, I saw an interview the other day uh, with uh, Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. They were talking about it and and there's another interview I, I saw, you know, with Charles Barkley. And Charles Barkley made the statement, I think, that all NBA players should adopt. And 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 Dr. J was the one that gave him the advice. Yeah. Dr. They asked yeah. Charles Barkley how many cars he had. He said, yeah, about four or five. He said, how many can you drive at one right. time? And he, Charles said, I can only, only drive one at one time. He said, well, that's the only thing you need. So you probably need one car and maybe one other, but that's about it. He said, because yep. the money you're making right now has to last you the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, Charles Barkley is is doing fine. Charles Barkley yeah. is on the number one uh, basketball uh, pregame, postgame, and and halftime show sure. in the country, TNT. So he's making a ton of money. Uh, friend, of, mutual friend of, of uh, Al's works there, at DP um, uh, is one of the producers. In fact, um, Al, yeah, um, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. I so okay, yeah. I gotta hit money up. Yeah, no, he, he's doing this. He's been doing this thing. You know, you hear Shaq every now and again shouting him out. Okay. Uh, been, now, you know, Mark uh, sent us a little thing I was reading about Joe Smith. He had, he signed, well, over his career, 16 years, he made, they said, over $61 million 
and earnings. But after accounting uh, for taxes, agent fee, management fee, a uh, couple of bad uh, investments, this cat only took home $18 million from playing in 16 years in the NBA. Well, it's not even that they take home eighteen million. Here's here's what happens because you know I forgot when when you asked me that question, Mark, because we were trying to figure it out. I didn't know he had a management team too, so I just I just account I accounted for the agent. But let's say for our argument's sake, you know, all of your checks total up to sixty one million dollars. Right away, the government's taking half. So now you're not talking about sixty one. We've done this before. You're talking about about right. thirty million. Then the agent gets his fifteen percent from that, which is. Uh, if you got 30 million, 15% of 30 million is four and a half million, almost $5 million for, for the agent. Plus, now that I realize he has a manager, the manager gets another 20% of that. So now you've got another 6 million. So out of that 30 million, you got about 20 million left, 20, 20 million. And that's, you know, again, without accounting for any extraneous whatever fees. So that's about what he had. It's about $18 million. But what happens is these guys think, well, shoot, I got. I earned sixty-one million. Yeah, no I bought my, my house for five million. I bought myself a house for five million. You know, I bought a few cars. I did this. I did that. But they're not really. It's not really sixty-one million. It's not mm-hmm. even thirty million after taxes. It's it's that eighteen million. So if you spent, and a lot of these got a lot of these players, you hear it all the time. A lot of these rookie players on these rookie deals think, well, I signed for you know, I signed for ten million. Well, no, you got five billion, and after you pay your agent, his his fifteen percent off the he gets his off the top. So now it's one point five. Now you got three point five million. Oh wait, you got a management team. They get twenty percent, so they get their twenty percent off the top. So that's two million from your three point five. Now you got one point five million, but you thinking you got ten, and you buy a house for five million. Now you uh, three point five in the hole. Okay, I'm a little lost right there. Uh-huh. Why would a person need a management team if you already got a, a agent? All right, I'll give you the answer to that question. If I gave you $10 million right now, here you go, Keith, here's $10 million. What, do you know how to invest it, what to do with it? I mean, you're supposed to be, the management team is supposed to take care of it, but would you, would you know where to even go? Like I would, If somebody gave me $10 million, other than literally putting it in the bank, which would be the worst thing, I wouldn't know how to make Invested. this $10 million last for my lifetime and generations and generations and generations of powers to be. You would, that's what the ideal is. It's, okay, fine. I got $10 million so that my great, 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 you know, like Rockefeller money, that type of way, it just lasts forever. That's what you're trying to get to, not just so you can have another car. So that's what the management team is supposed to do. They're supposed to set you up for life. Here's an example. No, it's probably a bad example. Dumbass OJ. Remember, he wasn't making a lot of money at the time, but through investments and through management team and endorsements, we, we come to find out OJ was making a pretty nice chunk of change. And he hadn't scored a touchdown in years. Right. But he was living a life of severe luxury because he had had good investments, a good management team, and a really good management team to get him off that murder trial. So that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to have it so that you just have money for the rest of your life and you can live without ever having to do a job. I mean, think about it. OJ hasn't done anything in years and he lives on a golf course, literally. He's always yeah. out there golfing. Right. That's what you want. So Joe Smith, those people, those the Joe Smiths of the world who made more money per their playing career than an OJ blew through it. Car one, car two, my brother said the house, the this, the, the jewelry, all this, the what the Jacob, the jewelry, all that stuff that makes no sense. And you said off air, Keith, uh, we said Tatum, he doesn't spend his quote unquote NBA money, he's probably spends his quote unquote per diem or endorsement yeah. because there's no reason to why you don't need 17 cars. And and, and I know you always want everybody want to get mama a house. Listen, you just want to be able to have it so that you never ever have to worry that your family will be in any kind of financial stress. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, to your point, I, I, I'll share it a little bit of the, again, the show business thing and show business. Uh, you generally speaking, if you, if you have any success, you probably have a manager and the manager works with the agent, not for the agent. He works with the agent. The agent's job is to go and find the deals. 
Right. The manager's job is to to uh, not necessarily negotiate the deals, but negotiate with the agent for for your percentages and and how it benefits you. Your manager's supposed to be like uh, your consigliere, right? And the agent is is sort of like your hitman. The agent is the guy that goes out and gets it done. And the manager is the one that, you know, you you lean into and you whisper and say, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then, you know, the agent's like, I don't care. I'm just going to go find whatever you, you should, it, you know, this, this company will pay you, uh, pay you, you know, the cigarette company will pay you, you know, $10 million. Do you really want to be associated with a cigarette company? That's what the manager will tell you. Manager will say, listen, man, you know what? Yes, $10 million, but uh, I don't think you want to have your, your name, your brand associated with, you know, you know, cancer sticks. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what it does. So the agent is really just the agent is that is that uh, that guy like Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire was an agent, right? Not a man, he wasn't Cuba Gooden's manager. Cuba, you saw Cuba Gooden's people. Cuba, the wife was like the manager, but Jerry Maguire was the agent. Jerry Maguire was the guy that was supposed to go out there and find those things, those revenue streams uh, to keep you know Cuba and 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 you know show show Cuba the money, right? And now- so. And, if, and and you need both. If you're if you're if you're if if you're really successful, you need both. Now sometimes you get lucky. You have somebody like uh like apparently Lamar Jackson's mom Correct. was the one that negotiated his contract. So uh, Ray you know, Allen. You remember Ray Allen did his own contract? Right. Ray Allen yeah. did his own contract. So 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 occasionally you get some of these guys who, you know, LeBron James, who's his agent? His best It'll be friend. Rich Paul. Right. right. Rich Paul. Paul is his agent, right? Is right. Rich Paul is his agent, and and I guess the other one does does the management. But really, all that money is coming right back into the into the fold. So his right. money is not going, you know, out this way and out that way. His money is like, okay, fine, Rich. You know, I'm you know, you making money because of my name. So don't worry, you, you going you going to negotiate my deal free. Right. But I'm gonna bring all this other clientele your way. Um, right. What I'm thinking about with, with, with guys like LeBron and rest in peace, Kobe, when you're on those max deals and you're going to get those max deals, you really don't need nobody going in there negotiating for you. That's you what know, I say, Derek. Right, right. If you're that type of player, this is what you're going to get. Ain't, ain't no back and forth. So it makes it a little bit easier. But you know the one who came to mind with me with a managing team? I don't know if it was a managing team or an agent or Coach Thompson. When Allen Iverson signs the Reebok deal and then right. he has to get the money deferred to later on until he gets 40 and he gets X amount of money every year. Yes. So that he can now live. Because before before he turned 40, he was definitely struggling because he ran out of that money. But once he turned 40, that Reebok deal that he signed, it was some sort of clause in it where now he gets X amount of dollars every year, um, like a stipend or something. And that's right. able to get him through uh, to the following year. With that crazy deal that he signed for them Reebok sneakers. That's the that's the that's the agent. That's the, that's agent, the agent who and, did that. Okay. And, and the manager. It depends now again. Depends on on what what his situation is. Sometimes like your personal lawyer is also your agent. A lot of these sports agents have law degrees. Right. You know, some of them don't. So if you have a law a lawyer who's your sports agent, that's good. That's good for you. And if, if they look out for you that way, yeah, that's great. I mean, ask Bobby Bonilla's agent. Oh, he's, he's still getting paid. paid. <laughs> that's that's still a smart, him, man. smart move. Yeah, yeah, that's so great, you know, um, and 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 some of those guys do invest their money, right? I mean, uh, you know, Michael Jordan's mother, you know, you saw the movie. Michael Jordan's yeah. mother made sure that Michael Jordan got a piece of every pair of sneakers sold, right? Not just his name, not you know, because everybody else was taking, you know, like they offered, like uh, Phil Knight offered Magic Johnson, Spencer Haywood. He said, "Listen, I I can't pay you like right. Converse can, but I'll pay you in stock." They were like, nah, give me them give me them Converse dollars. I'll right. take that instead. Uh, had they taken the stock, they'd billionaire. be a billionaire. billionaire. Well, you know. well, Magic well, Johnson has maybe. just um, made the billionaire uh, party. Yeah, Magic no, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, And yeah. you think about with Magic, with, that's what I'm saying. You know, you have certain players, like Magic went under um, a bus. He taught right. him about money and how to invest his money, which he went out. Starbucks movies, and and, and, and Isaiah doors. and Isaiah, right? So mm-hmm. what they did with their money, they they were good investment. That's what I'm saying. You come into the NBA, and you have guys like Magic and them. Those are the type of guys I would talk to. How do I invest my money to make more money? 
You know who's making this, a lot of money? Who made a lot of money? Uh, the uh, Kentucky uh, Jamal Mashburn, Monster Mash. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But this this latest crop figured that out. They followed the magic because I mean, the majority of them. You you have some uh, Antoine Walkers of the world who just right. blew through a bunch of money, but a lot of them are figuring out. Listen, let me come in and let me let me tap into magic or let me find let me find out how he did. I may not reach magic status with all the 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 movie theaters and things, but I, I don't want to ever have to worry that they're going to come and take my house or mm-hmm. take my right. parents' house or they have figured out enough because not everybody gets an endorsement. I mean, everybody, people laugh or say, oh, yeah, if you'd have taken the Nike money, like Spencer Hayward, or, the only reason Nike money became such Nike money was because of Jordan. If and anybody they- else would have signed, you know, they that Nike blew up because of one guy. Sure. That was we, it. we don't know it was guaranteed that blow up if Magic taken as, as crazy, charismatic as Magic was, or was Spencer Hayward. I think it was not Spencer Hayward. Right. Uh, Spencer Hayward. Yeah, it was Hayward. Yeah. Spencer. We don't know if he, probably wouldn't have. Whatever mm-hmm. it was, that Spencer right Hayward moment was, in time wasn't going to move the needle. Magic had enough no, enough endorsements that he could have helped. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I remember I was, when I was in high school. I wanted those uh, Magic weapons for uh, my sneaker. Yeah. I had, but them. it was Michael who blew them up. Yeah, who blew up Nikes who became. I mean, not, they're the dominant shoe in basketball games. So, if if I ever came, Everywhere. if I was to come into some money, I remember when I was uh, was working in Baltimore. There's a guy who used to do financial thing for us. A uh, shout out, he's passed. He's got I mean, Julius Westheim, and I always thought, man, if I ever won the lottery, he'd be the first person I go to. Listen, Julius, what do I do? How do I how do I make this money last for an eternity? You know, I wouldn't be sitting there go, you know, I'm going to bank and I'm going to go and buy. My, I, I would keep my life relatively normal the biggest thing would be that i wouldn't have to worry about anything anymore but i wouldn't like go out and get myself a benz or you know a bentley i get myself a nicer car but not something crazy i just want to be comfortable that's all you really want in life is to be able to be comfortable and do most of what you want to do and everything you need to do if you can achieve that you're pretty good yeah i mean again it it, it financial literacy is something that we don't necessarily learn in school. And I think in a lot of, in the cases of a lot of these guys, they're coming from really, really rough situations. These guys are not coming from, from families where, you know, they're not, they're not building beer where their folks got more money than you making playing basketball, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, where he's the pauper in his family, you know? So a lot of these guys, when they get, you know, get this money, they don't, you know, they've, they've been, without for so long, they don't know or can't imagine that it's never going to come that way. And, you know, if you're getting paid to do something you would be doing for free. And when you're getting paid to do something that you'd be doing for free, uh, you don't value it the same way. And if these guys had to go out and dig ditches all day long to make that money, they would be a lot less frivolous spending it. Of course. they would be playing basketball at somebody's court, some pickup game somewhere every day all year long, regardless of whether they're in NBA or not. So the fact that they're getting checks and they're riding on private jets and they're riding on the team charter and they, you know, they have whatever they want to eat when they want to eat. They go to clubs and everybody lets them in and they they don't understand that. Wait a second, as you as as you as we described, this money's got to last you a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That car you're buying, that Bentley, that Lamborghini, yeah, it's cool, but it's a depreciating asset. The moment the you sign the papers and the dealer hands you the ownership, the the the, uh, uh, the pink slip for it, That's and it. you drive off the lot, your your four hundred thousand dollar Bentley uh, has already depreciated. Of course, and of course. and they don't understand that. So yeah, so money that grows, money they they're not aware of it because again, nobody's ever had these. Financially, financial literacy conversations. And just as we broke it down, we're sitting here and we can break down, you know, uh, Antoine Walker's $100 million loss or, or, or Joe Smith's $61 million. And, he, and, and that's a long list of guys. You know, even as we said, Allen Iverson, who was a superstar, Hall of Famer, yeah. superstar. But for that Nike deal, I mean, the Reebok deal, Reebok, yeah. He'd have been asked out because he wanted a coaching job. He was he was struggling. He was mm-hmm. struggling, like you said, till he till he turned forty, and and that was a blessing for him that he had somebody that that had the foresight. He's not as yeah. lucky. 
as as like as as Mark said, to have a a, a Doctor Bus show magic of how to make money. He's not as or and, and magic in turn shows Isaiah, and Isaiah in turn shows uh, uh what's his, Mark Aguirre, and they all mm-hmm. kind of you know say, okay, fine, let's let's take our money and put it here. Let's take our money and put mm-hmm. it there because you get it. You have some guru saying, hey, listen, I think you guys might want to put some money in this spot right here. Right. And imagine invest in movie theaters, and everybody's saying, "Why would you buy a movie theater? Imagine this movie theaters all over the place. What you need a movie theater for?" Oh, wait a second! Now all of a sudden, he's growing that product, and he's a distributor, and he's making that money. Movie theater money, you know, leads to something else. And he says, "You know, I want to buy a piece of a sports team." So he buys a tiny piece of the Dodgers. Now all of a sudden, that money allows him to buy a tiny piece of of, of the uh, Washington, Washington Commanders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that money is he's you know he's <laughs> ironically. Jordan has made more money. He's been in the billionaire club for a minute, but Magic is a better businessman than Jordan. Jordan is literally just, you know, just he's a figurehead in a suit. Uh, you know, his mom made the money. That's who, that's the businessman in the Jordan family, the mother. Um, but, uh, you know, Magic is, is moving shook for a minute. Uh, but the good news for Joe is that as long as uh, his baby uh, keep that thing working on the OnlyFans page... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta worry about me when I come Put her out, Joe. Put her out. Put her out. She got to go. Pack her uh, bag. Send her back to her mama in the mouth. Especially know. if if she if he if she if he knew, well then she, he can't say a thing. But if he didn't know, then she presented herself as one way and turned out to be something else. And he could say, you know what, this is not what I signed up for, and he should go. I'm pretty sure. But she knew what she she told him. You know who I am. Right, you know so if, if that's what she said, then it clearly yeah, if she said that, then then you yeah, just gotta, gotta ride it out. But it, it's safe for some kind of yeah, that's funny. Say it was some kind of way he had no idea. Like she was right. You know, then she could say, you know, listen, this is not what you represented. But if if he knew or had you know any kind, of, if she said it to him, you can't claim it now that every, that we know what she is. That oh, and this is not what I signed up for. No, no, we, we I told you, you know. Whenever, so just because the public knows now, you can't go running high and act like you know you've been mm. been hoodwinked. What, what if he said it to drive more traffic to the site? Well, is it okay? We said that we were trying to look at oh, for, for the show. We try to. Look, we didn't even know what the site is. We don't, we, don't, we never heard this. She's not getting until, a dollar from me. She's not getting until, a dollar from me. Until <laughs> she sent us that thing in the chat, I had never heard of her and never thought of Joe Smith until whatever time that text came through. Yeah, to today. Today, she's okay. not getting a buck from me. They, if they running short on cash, so sell, sell me some of your Maryland, you know, uh, paraphernalia, you know, I, you know, at a, a discount price, man. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I refuse. I, I just didn't like the way she spoke to him, even if it was like a setup. Yeah, nah, you, you got, you got to chill with all that, man. You know, you, you, you're a little bit out of order. She stepped out of order on that, man. You know, and then I, the I, video. I you, that, man. you know, you say dark. Even she videotaped it. As yeah. they talking, that's supposed to be a conversation between them, mm-hmm. and, and then you post it for mm-hmm. everybody else in the world to see. So, she, what type of respect is she showing him? She red table talked it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm, I know what I know what month this is. I'm not saying he should choke her, <laughs> but if I woke up in the morning and I heard something on, the, on ESPN. I wouldn't be that upset. I I, I kind of understand. You, you you can't do that to a guy constantly, man. You just can't do it. You gotta stop, ladies. You know, if you want to do that, be by yourself. You can't be a, a a a wife and you got kids and your family. You how's she gonna go to the PTA meeting? <laughs> Dressed in a certain way. Little Joe on she his gonna, field she trip. Gonna, she, she gonna zoom in. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be there. Come on. See that it's a lot. You, the neighbors know it's just it's not good. It's not good, man. It's not good. Hey, Dirk, everybody knew except for Joe. Except for Joe. <laughs> except for Joe. You know, he ain't know. And he probably was sneaking on there trying to look at something. He's like, I know them buns. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's my baby. <laughs> Oh man, and she probably charged them double. Oh, <laughs> man. She got a butterfly tattoo on her ass, just like my girl. <laughs> That's my boo. Yeah, that he was. I don't know if that was staged. He was a little bit too hot for me, man. He's a little bit too hot. He was a little bit too hot. But I think he kind of got caught off guard with that, man. But hey, 
Good luck in that household tonight. <laughs> Somebody ain't going to sleep. <laughs> well, hopefully, they, you know, I mean, they, they had a chance to, to, to talk it out, work it out. Chill ain't out. nothing to work out. Okay. Maybe they can't work that out. They can't work that out. Hey, Justin, Anthony, what are they going to talk about? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they can talk about Flavor Flay. <laughs> oh, 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 man, you're oh, killing me with sports today. You're killing me, man. For those of you not aware, Flavor Flay, oh. formerly of uh, of the Hall of Fame hip hop group Public Enemy, uh, Flavor Flay, uh, Clock and All, went and sang the oh, national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, uh, at a game in Milwaukee. Oh. Let me repeat that for people who are. Just catching on to what I just said. Flavor Flav. <laughs> yeah, boy. Flavor Flav sang the Star Spangled Banner. So uh, tonight, you all around the world, you know, wherever, wherever uh, Carl Lewis is, wherever Roseanne is, there's a giant, you hear that? <sighs> That's a sigh of relief. Both of them are exhaling wherever they are right now because they are no longer going to be associated or affiliated with the Star Spangled Banner. There's, there's many names associated with that song. I mean, Marvin Gaye, Whitney Houston. That's the best version. Those two best versions. Those are the best versions ever. And then you had the Notorious Three. Uh, <laughs> Carl Lewis, Roseanne, and now Flavor Flav. Who uh, apparently? I mean, you guys were saying before that he, he. I didn't know. I wasn't even aware of that I didn't know he could play piano and stuff like oh, that. Very well. He's a good musician, but yes, very well. He can't sing. He stick yeah, to rapping, baby. Stick to rapping. That, that, that was rough to watch. It was, uh, you know. I mean, uh, but you know, if he, you know, you got to watch the whole thing when he starts. And let, let me see if I can play a little bit of this so so the audience can know what we're talking about because I don't want I don't want to feel like this. Uh, thing is not 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 you know uh, I don't I don't want to give him short shrift. I don't want to give him short shrift. Uh let me see if I play a little bit of this here. If he sound like that it'd been good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh are you having technical difficulties there? Apparently. Yeah, normally, when you tee up like that, you have it queued up, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I thought he had everything. See what happens set. when you're late, or just it's just it's not good, man. It's not good. Man. <laughs> it got to be addressed. It's got to be addressed. <laughs> yeah, it's got I, to be addressed. No, I think happened even more so. I think he's hearing it on his side, but his radio. Side oh, you guys can't hear it. You can no, hear. No, no, we hear nothing. I thought you were going to put off your phone. You oh no, I, I I thought it was coming through. Okay, well, no, sure. no, 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 it was complete radio silence. You, you had to went to the bathroom or something, you know? Yeah, no, man. no. Oh, okay, well, let me see if I can. Well, maybe if you can find it on your phone, Mark, you can play it, and we'll we'll get back yeah, to people it. People are talking about the tidiness, you know. Research and production now. I'm research and production now. Damn. Yeah, I mean that's technically like you know your 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 line of work, isn't it? Need to get a bump up in your salary, Playboy. Apparently, yeah. I tell you, I double it. Double what? Salary. Yeah, right. salary. Yeah, I double salary. You got you doing too much, bro. Too much, cause got you doing too much. You see, I'm fighting. Join the union. <laughs> Join the union with me. Told you. You see, when you don't say nothing, they, they keep giving you more and more work. Join the union with me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For again, I I, I could have swore it was be it was going out over the uh, the thing because usually when I play something, you guys mm-hmm. can hear it. Uh, for whatever reason, it's not playing through, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's easy to find. Flavor Flav attempted to sing the Star Spangled Banner. And, uh, you know, again, he started now. If you, when he starts out, believe it or not, it's not horrible. But at some point, he actually thought he could sing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we've all sang it. You know, uh, everybody, any, anybody on the planet, say, you know, it's, it's a, one of the hardest songs on the planet to sing. We've all sang it just because, you know, it's, it's, if you live in this country, at some point or another, you're going to have to sing Star Spangled Banner. Can you see? There you go. By the dawn's <laughs> early light. 
You can't, you can't, you can't. What so proudly we had. That's when he stepped over the line. That's when he went too far. At the twilight's last gleaming. Oh, God. Who brought strife? All you need to do is say, sex with chocolate, drop that bike and walk away. That's it. There's certain notes he cannot hit. You know, you just stay where you was at when yeah, you like first started. He'd been fine. Oh, but he's oh, trying hitting them notes. And, uh, and, and you know what's bad? He probably rehearsed that, man. That's how, And somebody told him, "You go ahead, man. Do your thing. You good. You good. He ain't, somebody ain't a friend of him. That's for sure. That was horrible. Horrible. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, somebody, you know, first of all, my question is, how many people said no before they got the flavor flavor? Because you know that was a long list before they said, damn, let's call flavor flavor and see if he want to do it. Or, or maybe they saw him walking around the arena. Hey man, what you doing, man? <laughs> My real question is oh, with Flavor Flavor that sung the national with, with Milwaukee of Ask Flavor Flavor sing the national anthem, if they didn't have the rapper Dame Lillard on the team. Uh, was it sort of like an appeasement to Dame? Like, hey, listen, we just, I'm pretty sure you've run your idols or that type of. Was it that deal, or was he like, was he on the the roster from? I don't know, I don't know how old from uh, for a while because you have to plan those things out. Not like you just kind of pop him in there. Somebody have to hear him sing this before you know no, he came no, out there. No, I just saw a name. I just think, I think the Dame connection. Listen, we're gonna try to you know. Somebody decided that was a good idea, and somebody else was yes. sitting there going, "What the hell did you do? You signed <laughs> what?" Well, <clears throat> somebody had to go into the boss's office this morning to explain <laughs> this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> somebody's calling in sick. Uh, <laughs> Who made wanna... this decision? Who? Somebody talk to me. Who made this decision? Oh my goodness! Know, what did Mark was saying? Nobody know nothing. <laughs> I know this wasn't the cause of death, but I'm sure had Matthew Perry heard it. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it led to it anyway. Uh, for, for those of you who are not aware, um, French star Matthew Perry uh, uh, died over the weekend. I think it was Sunday night. And, uh, you know, apparently Matthew had had, I guess it was dealing with substance abuse issues for a life. long, long time. And as, 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 as it often happen, happens, uh, people that uh, find themselves in that, in that, that uh, roller coaster or find themselves in that trap of abuse and then sobriety and abuse and sobriety uh, and eventually took his life. And uh, so we want to say rest in peace to the friend star, uh, you know, that was a horrible joke I said, but rest in peace to the friend star. <laughs> and uh, before we go, uh, you know, uh, one of our favorite childhood stars, mm. yes, Richard Roundtree, uh, better known as the sex machine to all the chicks. <laughs> the man that would risk his neck for his brother, man, who's the black cat, who is the sex machine to all the chicks. Yes, uh, Richard Roundtree. Yeah. Uh, who was indeed a bad mother, uh, has gone on to uh, the next world. Uh, Richard Roundtree passed as well. I think he was, what, 80, 81? 81. 81. And, uh, you know, I mean, he didn't get cheated. Uh, you know, um, he he was he broke onto the scene and kind of uh, opened up a new genre of filmmaking for, for Black actors who had been dying to get into Hollywood. Now, I'm not saying that... Uh, the black exploitation era was great, and the films were great. By they were any great. Strip. What are you talking about, man? They were great, great movies. Uh, they were they were great in the sense that Good Times was great because we didn't have anything that looked like us on the TV or the screen. But but in hindsight and retrospect, yeah, no, they were not well made films, you know. And it did introduce us to some people, and it gave again, it gave. Uh, many black actors an opportunity to to mm-hmm. to star in feature films and uh, but of all of the all those movies of that era, 
Shaft is probably the one that would stand alone and would rank as one of the great detective stories of all time. It would probably rank in the top, I don't know if it makes the top 100 films, but it certainly would make the top 150 uh, with the Oscar-winning uh, soundtrack. Oh, uh, that Isaac song Hayes. was fire. And, uh, you know, again, it, it was representation in a way that was not negative. I mean, it, it was, there was, I believe, positive representation in that in that film. Uh, hey, uh, Anthony, the time. what he did was knock them light-skinned brothers out because there was a dark man on the screen. Yeah, that's true. Had that's him true. in dark clothes, and he's a, he's a complicated man. Only one who <laughs> understands him is his woman, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> and they, remember, he had the black leather trench. He was smooth, man. Oh, yeah, the Good-looking, in-shape brother as our action hero. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Leather, no. yeah, leather outfit, leather coats. Yeah. And remember, you know, he bust through the window on the rope, kicked the woman, and went in there and kicked ass and got the girl. I loved it. Yeah, yeah we all yeah. had that album. Actually, f- funny thing is, one of my first uh, cell phones, because I would always buy like ringtones for um, for different people calls, so I could just hear it. Anthony, you probably know this, when you, Ma, or Dad called, that was a ringtone. If I heard that, like, and I wasn't by my phone, I knew it was one of you three calling. Wow. That's yeah, no, I mean, again, he, he, they, that that movie probably influenced a generation of of, of black actors uh, that followed. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 has not been reproduced in the sense that uh, there has been no no black detective that has captivated our, our imaginations in the same way that he did. I thought that when they remade the movie, Samuel L. Jackson was the worst possible choice. I thought Wesley Snipes would have been a certainly a much better oh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with uh, that. casting call for, for that uh, film because I think that that's what it required, it required somebody that A real was, action uh, hero. He was an action hero, sure. An yeah. action hero, right, because that's, 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 that's what he was. We, yeah. we, we had not seen that before. I mean, um, Samuel Jackson says no to nothing. He'll make a movie about yeah. it. <laughs> that dude does not, he does not turn down anything. Yeah, but you, that's a perfect, perfect cast. Uh, Wesley would have been, yeah. he would have been good. He would have nailed I mean, that. He, I mean, he might have been locked up that time. That tax you, know, you know what else you know what um, he man, brought man. in was a dress uh, style that we uh, imitated at that particular time. As you say, with the leather codes, yeah. you know. He was the short leather, the leather pants, the slick shoes on your feet, hair, afro hooked up, looking smooth. You know. And then he had the sideburn chops, man. He had the right. chops, the sideburn, yeah. sure. Yeah. Good looking no, brother, man. To, to this day, to this day, uh, my favorite winter gear is a turtleneck. Get out of here, really? That was Shaft. Yeah. That was Shaft. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. That, to, to this day, I, uh, winters, uh, that I, I have a bunch, that's what I wear. I wear turtlenecks. Uh, uh, Anthony, you keep the gun in the refrigerator. I keep the gun in the refrigerator. <laughs> I keep, the, yeah, I keep, I keep the, the silver plated one in the refrigerator. And I carry the, the black plated one. Uh, the, I had to watch that movie. One. Yo, when, when he did that, he pulled the gun out the refrigerator. I was like, wow. When we was, was in cool. the movie there as a kid, that was yeah, something was special. Cool. Man. He was cool. He was yes. cool, man. He was cool. Well, so uh, again, Sleep rest in peace, peace to the of, of of Mr. Roundtree. I mean, this guy survived breast cancer. Yes, first uh, first man I ever knew that had breast cancer. Never breast knew cancer, that man right? could get breast cancer. I didn't know. Yeah, he, he was first, he learned me. I didn't I didn't think that was a possibility. But you know, right. yeah, he was first person. And good thing for him that he could have kept that quiet. I mean, yeah, he talked, but it was like it was. I don't think any. I say any, but yeah, we didn't know. We, we didn't know that guy. Yeah, no, I mean, cancer. it was the first time I'd ever heard of it, yeah. uh, by anybody. And then because of of the nature of of who he was and the character he played, you you, you as a black man, you had to go. You know what? All right, let me. I'll, I'm aware now. If I see right. anything that, that I'm, I'm gonna be be totally aware of it. Uh, it 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 is again, as I said. It, um, you know, I try to get my son to watch the movie. I, you know, I said, you know, it, it has to be on your on your must watch list if there's. You know, there's a Ooh. series of movies that I believe Mark, that, that I mean, um, Matt never watched that. Never watched it, and I keep trying to say, yeah. I mean, like this, there's, there's movies you have to watch. This game. you got to watch Goodfellas. You got to watch The Godfather. You got to watch Shaft. You probably got to watch Cooley. There's a bunch of movies that I, you know, I've always told them that you definitely need to see. Uh, Heat, you got to see that. You definitely, see, there's a bunch of movies you have to see. 
uh, in order to be, you know, in the club. And Shaft is certainly one of those movies that he, he has to see. And, uh, you know, uh, as I said, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Roundtree, rest in power. Um, listen, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, folks, now is the time to get on board. Uh, we have reached, I guess, uh, it's not really 255 shows, but the way that the numbering system on this, or maybe it is, I don't even know, um, but we, we've done a lot of them. Uh, we're here every week. You can find the new show every Tuesday at noon. That's when they go up. So uh, if you subscribe, that's when you'll get the alert. Every Tuesday, you can get us anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And at some point, uh, when Derek Powell gets his new computer, maybe we will be, hopefully, we will be <laughs> on I video. I told you be here this week. We'll start to see us uh, in person uh, as we as we talk that stuff. As I said, anywhere you get your podcast, you get us. You can find us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Power to the People on Facebook. Uh, you can still find us on X, although I think I'm going to close that account out because X has just lost his damn mind. Uh, formerly Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, the letters D A P E E P S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram, but if you don't find us at any of those places, you'll find us back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace.